tell me about the last time you felt like accomplished or proud. Okay, but of yourself. Last time I felt accomplished or proud. I bet. So I gotta think. It's been <laughs> <laughs> nah, actually not. Nah. So like the most recently is they doesn't have to do with anything like with my video stuff was uh I just finished paying off my first part of my car loan. Cause I just bought my own car recently. Okay. My, like, quote unquote dream car. So you know, I paid like estimated time I was supposed to pay, I paid like in half the time. So I feel very accomplished able to cut that payment down and okay. get that responsibility lifted. Yeah. Oh, uh, you big time. So what what's uh what's the car? Let us know. Give us the details. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So like since I was younger, since I was little, like my I always wanted an Audi. So like the Audi TT was the original car I wanted. But now when I got as I got older and I looked at the Audis and what I wanted, I wanted an Audi A4. So actually a year ago, like two days ago, I was like, yeah, I'm getting an A4 within the next like couple months. And within like a less than a year, I got the car I wanted, saved up, bought it myself and everything. It was my first car I bought on my own, signed on my own and everything. So that was like my first big boy purchase in a minute. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know you're living. So I yeah, I ain't talked to you in a while, but I mean, it sounds like okay. It sounds like you're doing your thing. Um Man, Yeah. So of course it sounds like the crazy kid business is doing great. Uh, for the listeners, this is Diuretic Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Cobb. Um, I am joined by a VIP guest. Um <laughs> I always joke, I used to joke with you because I always used to say, like, you're like <laughs> you like the Michael B. Jordan, the little Liberia, <laughs> Central Minnesota, yeah. St. Cloud, the whole area. So, um, um, me. yeah, it's my guy, Chris. So, like, introduce yourself. Let us know what, what you're into. What do you do? What makes you big time? Just give us, like, give us a whole Man. synopsis. Man, first, not big time yet. So, working <laughs> on that. But my name, <laughs> my name is Crazy Kid. My real name is Chris. Most people know me by Chris, but you can call me Crazy Kid. Um, I'm a young... I would want to say actor, an entrepreneur. Uh, I do a lot of little things when uh, it comes to media stuff. So I do a lot of video work, photography, right. acting, model, modeling, directing. So I kind of do a lot of stuff on that side. And then I'm also in school at the moment. I got like one more year left and I'm out of there. And I'm really going to focus on what I'm doing right now. Legit, legit. So you touched on, I'm going to get right to it. So today we're going to be talking about um, success. Um, and you just kind of, you you touched on, you have a lot of slashes in your title and what you do. You're, oh, you, man. Got hands, you got your hands in a lot of different things. So like, and one thing I noticed about you, like early when I met you, was like, you a hustler. Cause like you also get it, you're also into promoting, you do flyers, you cut videos. You were just yep. editing a video before we started. So talk to me about that. Like, where does that, where does that drive come from? Like where, how did you, how'd you get started on that? So like, it was like, I feel like I've always been like a go-getter, always been like a hustler, always been like, everything I put my name on, I want to make sure I give like 100% because it's like, whatever your name is on is like what represents you. So like whatever quality you're putting out is like what your name is essentially. So ever since I was like younger sports, anything I did, I just had to do, even though I wasn't the best at it, I always made sure I did 100%. So like growing up, when Instagram first started making like Instagram videos, yeah. I'll send you some. Me and my boy, uh, we're making like small skits and stuff here and there, just like for the fun for like me, and, like him and like other people. And then eventually that grew into like the love of video creating and content creating. Cause like what I was doing at the time didn't, I really didn't realize 
that like those small skits and videos I was doing were like bringing so much positivity and like happiness to people's lives and like small little videos here would make people laugh and like, hey, yo, that made my day, da 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 da, like stuff, small stuff like that. And after that, that kind of all accumulated to like the passion of like, okay, I can do what I'm doing, still make money. And I'm still like putting in like the happiness and stuff into the world. So like the little small video making back then eventually turned into the big video making and stuff right now. And then as that grew, smaller stuff just kind of tagged along. Cause it's like, things kind of go hand in hand. If I'm making videos, I can also promote parties, host this, then the third. It's like multiple streams of income and multiple ways of getting your name out there. Cause they all kind of work with each other. Okay, legit. Um, so you talk about your videos that you make, um, obviously, uh, kind of one of your, the crazy kid bread and butters motivation Monday, right? Yeah, sure. um, I love it. I love it. Um, you come in, it's either, um, a video from, um, like a celebrity, something that you're saying. I've seen sometimes you even bring other people on to kind of give, um, a little bit of insight yep. on different Mondays. Like, just talk to me about that. Like, where did that come from? Like, what's, where did that idea come from? And like, what keeps you making sure that you, you stay consistent on that? Yeah, so like back in 2017, it was like my senior year of high school. And like, that was when like Trump was getting elected and a lot of like negative stuff was like going on and like on social media. Like you couldn't go on social media with like without somebody being negative or hateful towards somebody else. And I was just like, I feel like a lot of people, especially like people like our color and people like us were like losing motivation and like losing that light they had because it was like so much like negativity. All the like racist stuff was starting to like come to light. You know what I'm saying? So like everybody was feeling kind of like down in a way. But like me, I was like, yeah, this is not fun. I don't like this feeling. So I was actually watching another. Uh, he used to be a, originally he was a Viner. They stormed Powers. I don't know if you know him. I have not. But, no. Yeah, but you probably seen him, but you probably don't know. But like he did a video. And I think it was, I don't know if it was like specifically motivational Monday, but it was like something with Monday and motivation. And I seen that and I was like, yeah, like I can do this because like he's touching me, you know, with what he's saying. And I can like maybe my audience of people I know aren't hearing what he's saying. So I could be like the connect to them, you know. Okay. So then that eventually I did my first one. I literally got up, seen his video, got up, went on my porch and recorded my first one. If I can find it, I'll try to send it to you. Yeah. But like, I got up, recorded it, and I was like, I posted that, and people were like, oh, yeah, I like this, I needed this, da, 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 and that just kept it going. And ironically, that's my least, like, my motivational Mondays are like my least viewed videos, but like the most demanded videos, which is funny, but it is kind of funny how it works like that. Yeah, no, they're, they're legit. They're legit. Uh, I watch them. Um, so talk to me about that, because I know, like, like you said, like, uh, promotions, your videos, acting. Um, take me through like your week. Like, what it, what does it look like? You got your hand on a lot of different things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, cause like right now I'm still in, I'm located in St. Clouds and I'm finishing up school, but a lot of my like work and stuff is in the cities. So like a regular Monday through Sunday type of vibe is like I'll work a couple of days throughout the week as I'm doing like small video stuff here and there for people throughout the week. And then I'll pull up to the cities for a couple of days, either host a party or go do a photo shoot, video shoot, host an event, something like that. Come back, work again, go back to the cities, do the same thing again. It's a lot of back and forth. My car does not appreciate it, but it's the <laughs> life of a hustler. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of wake up, early nights, late, late, early nights, no, 
late nights, early mornings, because, you know, I still got to get the gym time in there, my fat, my personal time. I just got a dog. Actually, let me change my answer. My most proud I've been, I just got my, my puppy, okay. Trucks. Most proud I've been. Yeah. So I just got him. And that's another addition into my life, too. So that just adds on to the schedule. And actually, he brought more structure to my life now because I can actually wake up on time, do this and the third and get more of my things done. So life, life, my schedule is pretty normal for the most part, but it's just busier than most people's, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and, and as you know, I know the grind going back and forth. Uh, we both met in, in St. Cloud. Uh, so yeah. I, know, I know the grind of traveling back and forth, doing things in the cities. Um, so yeah, I, I commend you on that. I know that's a grind, especially during, um, during this time, like how's 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 school been? I I haven't stepped foot in yeah. school since since I graduated. How's Bro, that been? It's it's tough. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, same clouds very draining right now because it's like before campus was like when you was there, campus was busting. Like everybody <laughs> was. was there. It was you know, you can come home. There's always something to do. Now it's just like work, come home, and that's it. Like nobody's on campus, and every people who are on campus, everybody's like to themselves. Yeah. You go actually on campus, you'll see like a maximum of like 10 people on campus at a time. Sheesh. Like, yeah, like right now we're moving back to like getting back on campus this next fall in the semester. But then Cloud's like, it was fun because the school was there, but now that the school's not there, it's just a regular city. And it's kind of, kind of like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it ain't I'm it. Not go it ain't it. Well, and, and for the, for the, wait, hold on. For the people who are listening, do not let Josh confuse you. He was the guy on campus. He was that guy on campus. Before I came on, he was holding it down, putting me on. I think I, I think I met you at like my orientation. Like, yeah. they're like, oh, if you're going to, yeah, they're like, if you're going to mass media, talk to this guy, Josh. I'm like, Josh. And I look, I'm like, oh, he's black. Bet. I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to be cool instantly. Because I pulled up on campus with a hell of white people. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be one of them. And then I seen you sitting up there. I'm like, okay, this is going to work out. You know what's crazy about that? So, Angie, she actually had me do that. Um, that I know, I know, I vividly remember that day because um, she wanted me to do that orientation, thing. and I was just like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. And like the day of, um, she was like, just come on. So I, I literally went over there, and I had the same vibe. I was like, ah, it's gonna be a bunch of white kids there. Um, but no, it was a, it was a cool time, and I remember seeing you there. And um, one of our mutual friends, she was just like, yeah. Um, some dude uh, that I know, he heard you speak, and um, I guess you did a decent job. Uh, and <laughs> I found out, I uh, connected with you, added you on the gram and everything, and then I found out you was coming to the department. And man, that department, not only is it lacking like um, people that look like us, but like specifically black men. And of course, like it's it's highly touted. It's a good it's a good program. Um, but obviously the, the the diversity numbers there are the greatest, especially when you get to um, yeah. when you get to that department specifically. It's tough too, because it's like it's 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 like a a department or like a field where we could excel like very, very well. It's just that like it's not considered like normal or like the yeah. mainstream thing for us to do. So like even hopping into it, you kind of feel a little bumped around because it's like you walk in and it's like everyone not like you. And especially like there was this, this last past semester with COVID and stuff, there was like a class that was like, I think I was the only like black person in the class. And like, no one really like me, it did have class. It was like no interaction. People didn't really like talk to me. 
So I really didn't feel like even coming to class because it's like I go there to not I go there to interact and you know work with people and I'm not getting that. So I'm like, and Kahar was my teacher. Shout out to Kahar. So I felt back. Shout I was like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do my best, but it's, I just don't. I just can't. If I, my heart's not in it, I can't do it. So it was like this last semester was tough with everything. So for sure. Well, I, I would say because I felt the same way for a little bit. Um, you you really just have to find that one thing in that class or outside of class or in that department that kind of keeps you grounded. Um, I'm sure you probably already know this, but for people that's listening, like, that, I mean, when you walk into these classes, like, especially like, I mean, it, it looks good on social media. It looks great to say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm holding down for the department. I'm holding it. Yeah. But like, in all actuality and practice is hard. Like, like you said, like, you feel like uh, you're, you're almost like an outsider in the classes that you pay for, yeah, you know? I mean, what else would you say, outsider? Yeah, so uh, I, I commend you for, for getting through it. I know, like you said, the, the amount of us um, on, on, in that department is like, in total, it's probably, when I was there, it was probably like eight of us. And now I can imagine it's probably, it's probably like three now, three, four. If we're not, if we're not including Kahar, two <laughs> like two of us and one of our guy i know you, you know paris yeah yeah he just like up and graduated so he's out of there so it's pretty much just me so hopefully this new semester some more people come on for sure for sure well um it sounds like well what you are doing is is laying down the foundation for for your success so talk to me about that like you you hustling you staying busy like in, in your world, like, how do you define success for yourself? Man, I think success is accomplishing any goal you set for yourself. And that's even like little stuff for big stuff. Like for me, I'm trying to get back on my routine. And that's like a win for me is just to get back on my grind again. Cause like, I think COVID kind of like pumped the brakes and kind of threw everything off track for everybody a little bit. Everyone got kind of got complacent and steady and like okay with not doing anything and that's where I'm trying to fight back to get to. I'm actually gonna make a YouTube video about my 21st, 20 to 21st year of life. I'm gonna title it how uh, my 21st year almost killed me. Mm. So I'll give you details on that. But okay. that's success for me. And when anything's all said and done after this first, after this last year of school, I'm trying to start my own production company and have um, me and a group of a team have like our own production company where we can offer like services to other companies and also creating our own content or our own like videos and music and stuff like that too. And then also I'm trying to start my clothing line. I kind of got a little foundation going right now, but I got some new stuff coming. So I'm working on that too. So success is right now is right now this is the building. My chapter chapter in this life right now is called loading. Cause a lot of the things are like getting put together and like the final pieces of the puzzles finally falling in before we actually start and starts the next chapter after this year start is the next chapter of the life obviously like you're you're younger like tell first off tell them how old you are like you're talking about like you, you got yeah. you forever like tell them how old you are first yeah I'm only, I'm only 21 yeah i turned 22 next month um i actually started taking all this video stuff and crazy kid stuff seriously about like two and a half years ago so yeah like about a year yeah about two years ago I kind of started everything seriously and everything like just kind of took off after that. Cause like with the amount of people around me, like people like you and other people who support what I do and try to like help me and what I'm doing, it made it a lot easier to like take off with this. Cause 
a lot of this does not work without people supporting you. So like, appreciate all the people support me. I couldn't do all of this without none of y'all, to be honest. For sure, for sure. So cir circling back, you production company. Um, I don't know the, just, we got to focus on that just for a little bit, just because <laughs> I don't, I don't think people understand how big that is because I mean, obviously I'm a producer myself and yeah. it's 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 so hard to of course get us in front of the camera it's hard to for us to be well represented in that in that in that aspect and that's that's because that's what people could see um but mm -hmm. behind the scenes it's even less of us right it's even less of us um editing um coming up with concepts that's the reason why when we when we watch these commercials and these videos um why they, why sometimes we're not even represented or sometimes when like, like even writing, we're like, we would never say that or that's not even, yeah. yeah. So you can, talk you can tell when it's not written by us. You can exactly. tell it's not written by us. Exactly, so, so tell me like why, like why you, why you weren't content with just making your own videos, like make, like collaborating and bringing in people and making it official with a, with a production company. Like walk me through that process and talk to me like how that, how that, feeds into your your idea of success i know it's a lot yeah. but now i got you so like because because originally i was trying to do like put myself on because like ever since i was young i always wanted to be on tv or like act or some form of like entertainment so like, i was always like oh put yourself on put yourself on put yourself on but then like as growing up and with like everything kind of going on i'm like yeah bro we need more of this like not just me but like more people who look like me or doing what I'm doing, like on TV and all, and like on places. Cause like me, I got my like inspiration to do this. Cause I seen somebody else doing it. And it was uh, Tyler Perry, you know what okay. I'm saying? He opened a production company, right. pretty much all black employees and all his films and stuff predominate black, black roles is that in the third. So I seen that and I'm like, okay, well he could do that. I can do what I'm doing, put my friends on, put people who are also doing it on and then put on for like Minnesota. Cause everyone always says they always put on for their city but they end up leaving their city. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to like build in Minnesota, make Minnesota blow up. Minnesota has so much talent and like so many people here that people do not appreciate. So I'm trying to put on for Minnesota first and then go and expand, you know? So once Minnesota gets big, you know, we good from there. So you, you talk about Tyler Perry um, kind of being an inspiration. Um, what, what, else, what else has inspired you to 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 do that move and, and just to just to keep moving and doing what you're doing every day. Man, because I it's at the end of the day, you have to find what you love and do what you love. And I love making videos. I love working with people and entertaining people and just being like the guy that people can come and talk to or people can come and interact with. People see me in public all the time and I'd be feeling bad because a lot of people know me and I don't know a lot of people. But I love that like people are open enough to come and say what's up to me and like that adds on to like what I'm doing. Cause it makes me feel so good that like, I'm doing all this stuff with like, that's not in vain. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all these motivational Mondays, these videos, these posts, and it's not in vain. People are getting touched and affected and actually like seeing that stuff. Cause it's people, people have hit me up and been like, bro, like you ain't posted motivational Monday in a couple of days or a couple of weeks that I need that. Da -da -da. And that kicks, my, kicks me in the button a little bit. Like, Hey, you gotta get back on it, pick it up. People need it. You know what I'm saying? I've been lacking a little bit, but I'm still trying to, you know, find it and get back to it. Well, the, the reason why that is, well, for me, from what I noticed, is like your videos are very like personable, right? It's not like, uh, you know, sometimes like 
you watch some of these YouTubers, something that is kind of like, hey, welcome to my life type of deal. Um, mm-hmm. But you're very like, hey, like, this is how I'm feeling. And like, you do a lot of check-ins on people, like check-ins on their mentals, check-ins on their, um, how they're feeling. And, um, and you're, you're pretty open in that way. Um, so I would say that's, that's the reason why people are probably just like, hey, hit you up, feel comfortable talking around you. Um, what made you feel like start becoming more comfortable and talking about your mental and how you're feeling um, to the world behind the camera? Yeah, so like back in 2017 and 18, I had started my first year of college. I was at a community college. I didn't originally I was going for computer science because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So it was like a tough like two years where I was just like not knowing what I was doing. I was very upset with myself and upset with school. And I was in a very like negative, negative place where I used to be like in a very, very positive place. And the little transition from having that positivity to going to a very negative place was kind of scary. And I kind of fell into like a slight like deep depression where I was just like no motivation for nothing, didn't want to do nothing, didn't want to go to school, get out of bed. And I, I felt very like, I want to say self-pity, but I was really like a very, very deep hole that I didn't like to be in. So I actually kind of went back, saw some of my other stuff and was like, yeah, you was talking all this motivation, this motivation, that you're not even taking your own advice no more. Yeah. So that kind of like propelled me even more to like, I right, really got to like get on it for real. And that was like a perfect time because like after that first like two years, I ended up kind of figuring out that I can go to school and still do my video stuff. That was the good thing. If you are trying to go to school, school's a, school's a scam. I'm going to say that school's a finesse. But if you are going to go to school, make sure you're going to school for what you actually want to do. Not because like something else, someone else told you you'd be good at it or you're good at it because you want to enjoy it. Once you figure out what you're actually doing in school, it's way more fun. So once I was able to figure that out and then get back on my video grind and kind of like get the motivation to get back to doing stuff again, that's where I kind of like found that. I don't know if I answered your question or not though. You did, you did. <laughs> um, so you, you talk about um, you had, you, you fought a little bit of depression. Walk me through that, like what, what made you first identify that, that that's the feeling that you were feeling? And then like, did you, did you go seek help? Did you, did you, did you talk about it with somebody else? Did you, what, like, what did you do to really process that? I know you talked, you said you, you, you looked at your old videos and you said like you weren't walking in that, um, in your life. Um, but what else happened um, to kind of work your, work your way through that? Yeah. Cause like, it was just like a kind of like a domino effect of stuff. Like I wasn't getting up for school. I wasn't eating right. Like I wasn't going to the gym and it was like, just like, it was, it's, it's funny how things work because it was like one thing caused another, but like if you don't stop the one thing, it's going to bring up another, you know what I'm saying? Like I stopped going to the gym, so I wasn't eating as much, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't eating as much, I wasn't sleeping as well, had no motivation to go to school, you know, it was kind of like a domino effect of things like that. So like it just got to a point where like I couldn't like go to sleep certain nights, like I'd just be up and like my mind's always racing and I'm always thinking about stuff and I was like think, just thinking too much and I'd just be like up and just upset either like angry or like crying because I didn't know like why I was upset or like why I felt the way I did. And then I kind of like asked my sister, my family, stuff like that, just like, yo, like this is how I've been feeling, da, 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 da. like what do you think it is? And then kind of asked some of my teachers and my counselors and stuff too. People are really afraid to go talk to your counselors and like other resources, but like don't be afraid to use your resources because they're there for a reason. So I talked to some of my counselors and stuff and they're like, oh, it could be this, that, and the third. 
And then I ended up finally talking to my mom because she she hadn't like, she, I think she peeped I was off, but she didn't really know what was going on. So then we actually sat down. She's an African parent. So like, you know, African parents are <laughs> the oldest, pray, this, that, and the third. But me and her actually had like a solid, we did pray. I'm not gonna lie. We did pray, you know, before yeah. and after, but we had like a solid conversation of just like, what was going on? What was making me feel the way I did? And then actually like vocalizing and speaking of like what was hurting me and what was making me feel the way I did made me like kind of make a checklist. Okay, this, then the third is making me feel some type of way, but you're not doing this, then the third that makes you feel like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then that was able for me to be like, okay, you're upset because you're not doing well in school, but you're not trying, you know what I'm saying? You're upset because you're, your body doesn't look the way you want it to, but you're not eating right. You're not going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like we're upset about the results we get, but we're not putting in the effort. So that's where I kind of had to like flip around and like, okay, if you want to do the things you say or the things you're telling people, you got to actually like put the work in. So my big brother, Sam was actually a big contributor to that because he ended up around that time. He started uh, forcing me to go to the gym, waking me up at like four or 5 a.m. Hey, we up. <laughs> call, blow my phone up, get up, we're going to the gym, make sure I'm up eating right. Like he, he helped me a lot through that time. I, he's right here, I don't think he even knows it, but I, I was in a very deep hole and he, he, he got me out of there. So someone having somebody in your corner who, who can kick you in the butt and keep it a buck with you really, really helped me. And it's someone you can relate to. Like, I know people like to always press, oh, go talk to somebody, go talk to somebody, which is true, but go talk to somebody you actually like trust and you feel like you can actually talk to. Cause like, you can talk to somebody and tell them how you're feeling, but they might not give you the correct, you know what I'm saying? Or like their point of view on it. But then when you talk to somebody that you know, like, okay, has your best interest at heart, they're going to look out for you for real. That's legit. That's legit. So full disclosure, uh, for me, um, around probably that similar age, probably like 1920, went through a similar bout with depression. Um, and you talk about, was, it sounded like you did a better job than I did, but um, you talk about how you, you spoke with other people. Um, and I know for me, like I internalized a lot. And instead of talking about it, I, I wrote about it and I sat with it for longer than I wish I would have. Um, so talk to me about that because I, I understand like, obviously this is a podcast for black men, about black men, um, talk about that first moment that you, like you talked to your mom, your brother, um, like, was that hard for you? Like, or was it easy for you to say, hey, look, I'm, this is tough for me. And, and I know you said you have obviously black households, but African households, like, you know, you know, it's a little different, right? So talk to me about like getting over that, whatever that anxiety, that fear, or that, that, that discomfort with talking about how you were feeling with that. Yeah, cause like, it felt like, I had a lot of weight on my shoulders, especially being like this whole crazy kid thing and Mr. Peace and Positivity and all these things. I felt like I had to be this great, always had to, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then eventually like, it felt like there was two different people. It was like Chris and then Crazy Kid. Crazy Kid on the camera, always happy, da 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 You know, that's what you see in public. He's all happy, he's good, da 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 And then it was Chris who was at home, who was like, hated everything, was super upset with life and didn't know where he was going. So, I think I actually talked to one of my boys first and I was like, yo, like, this is like, life is just like not it right now. Like, I'm tired all the time. I'm sad all the time, just down the third. And you know, like when your boys like talk to you, it's not gonna be like, no, like Dr. Phil, they actually gonna talk to you. 
But then, yeah, like, I think it was my boy, Will, he, like, he, like, broke it down. He was like, hey, brother, like, you don't got to be that all the time. You don't have to be, like, you're a normal person. You're human. Like, you're going to feel some type of way some days. Like, you don't have to be that every day. And I went and talked to my little sister, too. And it was actually funny because, like, she's my little sister. But she's telling me the same, like, you know, big <laughs> life. Like, hey, like, if you need a break, take a break. Like, you can't be that for everybody all the time. Like, you have to make sure you're, like, you're, you're good with yourself, too. And after they said that, I was like, yeah. Y'all are right. I was pouring a lot of pouring a lot of myself into other people when I'm not leaving enough for myself. So yeah. you have to be a little selfish. And that's what I learned in that little time. You have to be selfish with yourself, selfish with your time, selfish with your priorities. Cause if you're trying to fill everybody else, you don't leave yourself empty. For sure. Yeah, you can't at the end of the day, you can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. So okay. Um, well, for one, thank you for for sharing that. Um, so you talk about your 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 community i love that you 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 gave love to the the men and the women in your life of course like obviously again this is a podcast for black men but there's no black men without black women man shout out to all the black queens all the black moms all y'all holding it down without i'm telling y'all they're the backbone of the black man community like my girl shout out to her like she's really been like a big big help it's like at the end of the day like if y'all single you know be single, have fun, but bring off actually find <laughs> that person, like appreciate that person. Cause like, that's like your teammate, like your best friend where you can like really sit down and like bounce ideas off of. And if, even if you're feeling some type of way, that's the one person you can actually like be a hundred with and let her know like, Hey, I'm not feeling good. This is why I'm not feeling this way. And you have somebody to actually like, you know, bounce stuff off of. Cause like you were saying that internalizing, like internalizing everything. I was on that for a little bit when I was younger that ended up with like more anger issues like because i'd be so angry all the time you know snap but like having somebody like yo babe like this today whoop de whoop like even small stuff like that just getting that little stuff out like help goes a long way and if you had to find even if it's not a girlfriend find a friend find like a co-worker like somebody you feel like you can just let the little stuff out with because eventually once you're comfortable letting like the smaller stuff out you can let the bigger stuff out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's easier to like let that stuff come out for you, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the little stuff, like you feel like it doesn't bug you, but in the back of your head, you're still upset about something, you're still mad about that little thing, and that becomes a big thing, and then you start popping off at whoever, you know? So shout out to all the women out there, shout out to all the moms, shout out to all the beautiful queens. We appreciate y'all. We cannot do nothing without y'all. For sure. You speak in facts, you're preaching right now. <laughs> <laughs> so as, as we wrap up here um i i want to know you talk about being a black man um and growing into the man that that you obviously want to become um and that you already are right talk to me about your manhood like wh what do you see like when you look yourself in the mirror what how do you define your blackness and how do you define you being a black man on top of that yeah i i honestly be different, be, be be different. That's like the only way I can put it is just be different. Like, I feel like we're all caged into these social norms and like these boxes of like what you have to be. And like, you have to be do this to be this amount of black or you have to do this to be this kind of man or this and the third. And I feel like me also being raised in like a all, almost all woman house helped me like see the other side of like, okay, there's things that like men do to women or like in like, like not disrespect, but like in respects to women that end up being disrespectful that we don't even realize because we're not looking at it from the other side. So long story short, 
be different in a way of like not always following what everybody's saying and not always following what you feel like that's a social norm. Like I've been getting many petty since I was like 12, you know what I'm saying? Like small stuff like that, where it's like self-care is a thing that people like act like, oh, that's gay or this, then the third. And it's like taking care of yourself isn't that. Being you isn't like, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to fit somebody else's box or definition of being a man or being a black man. Find your definition and be that, be true to that. Cause I realized now recently, I was talking to my big brother, like we're in a world where like we have to wake up put a mask on, go out and be somebody else for somebody to go pay us. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go to work, you gotta change your voice. You gotta act like, you know, act a whole different person. And I and I, I did that work, I, I'm like, yeah, bro, I can't do this no more. I can't talk all extra proper and like be all, you know, over accommodating for everybody when nobody's doing that for me. You know what I'm saying? Like try a little experiment, try walking in a crowd and don't move for people. See how many people bump into you. Like it's stuff like that, where it's like, you're going out your way to make everybody else feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, like you're not being true to yourself. So be different, find your definition and just be that. Be you, 100% just be you. Me, I'm a, I feel like I always call myself a cool nerd. I like all the cool black stuff, but I still watch anime and comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you find, yeah. what you, like, you find what you do. And as long as you're you, people gonna gravitate towards that. You know what I'm saying? When you try to be something you're not, that's when people are like, oh yeah, he weird or he's trying to do this and the third, just be you. There's no definition of like the perfect black person or like the good black person. Just find whatever that means to you and just be that. You know, I'm, I'm smiling as, you, as you're talking because you're at a, at a point where you're comfortable in the person you are. You're comfortable in your, in your manhood and your blackness. Um, at age 21, right? And that's something that I literally just came, overcame, I would say probably a year or two ago, just being comfortable in, in who I am. Um, and a big reason on why I started this this whole podcast is just for, for men to, to realize that, like, hey, be comfortable in your own skin, be comfortable in who you are. And you touched on it big right there, like defining manhood for yourself. So the reason why I ask everybody that is because as you, the more, the more people I ask, the answers are always different. There's no one answer. There's no one set definition for manhood. And we all, we all are, like you said, we're all told, society always tells us like, hey, we gotta do these things. We gotta be this, we gotta mask up like this. And we all kind of grow up in that. Obviously some of it is toxic, um, but it's funny how when we all get older, we all still have, we all have our own definitions anyway. Yeah, everyone ends up doing their own thing and being their own person. And like, it's just, it's just funny. Cause like, I feel like now in the society we live in, it's like, like everything's so, the crowd's going this way, we're all going this way. You know what I'm saying? There's no individuality no more. It's like, somebody says, oh, this is what we're doing. We don't, we're not, we're not messing with this person or we're doing this, we're not doing this no more. Everyone's like, Okay, cool. And the, you know what I'm saying? And you're not even doing it because that's how you feel no more. It's just because everybody else is doing it. You don't want to feel like you're on the wrong side of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just funny because it's like at the end of the day, when you really ask people, like, what do you actually feel about certain things? You're like, what would you want to do? It's not what the majority is doing. And that's what we got to figure out. What are you, what do you want to do? Not what everybody else, forget everybody else. What do you do as an individual want to do for yourself and what you want to do? For sure, for sure. So my last, my last question for you would be, 
um, as we as we talk about that, as we talk about our manhood, um, and be reflective in that space, what would be your message to um, the black boys out there, the young black man like you and myself, um, the OGs? Like, what would be your word of advice for people that are that might have these same um, thoughts in their head right now? Man. It's gonna sound cliche. I feel like every time like I get this kind of question, it ask it sounds cliche, but first, once again, find what works for you. Find what makes you happy. Makes make sure like you're doing and you're living your life for you and not nobody else. And don't ever force your life or your type of lifestyle or your type of like ideals and ideologies onto somebody else. Always let them choose what they want to do. Cause a lot of people like, oh, you gotta be a man. You gotta do this, then the third, da, 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 da. if you don't do this, you're not a man, but it's like, okay. I can still do this, then the third, but it's not the way you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? So find whatever works for you and just be you 100%. Just stay true to yourself and you're gonna be good. And like, if female's not coming or money's not coming or whatever is not coming, just know once you figure out when you're 100% with you, everything else falls in line, I promise you. They'll gravitate, people, females will gravitate towards the confidence and the love you have for yourself. They'll gravitate towards everything that you're perpetuating and putting out there. Cause eventually people are gonna notice like, okay, you cool, you know, you, you, you know? And then sure. people will gravitate towards that, the job you was looking for, you'll probably won't get that one. You'll probably get a better one just cause you know, you're being you, you got more connections, you're doing this and the third. Don't try to conform and fit everybody else's mold. Look, you, you you spoke a word, <laughs> you dropped some gems. I appreciate that, man. Like, you know, you, you hit it right on the head with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good way to end it up. I know, uh, again, I, I, I alluded to it in the beginning of the episode. My man's is busy. Uh, he's, he's cutting he's cutting video, he's working. So I'm gonna let, we're gonna let him go. But again, that's Josh uh, with the Ironic Podcast. Before I go, Chris, let, let them know where they can find you, where they can find your videos. My name is Crazy Kid. I got two Instagrams. My video page is Crazy Kid Pro. Add me on there on Instagram. And then my personal page is CC Crazy Kid underscore. Y'all can find me on Facebook as Chris Abbey Jr. and Crazy Kid on there too. Everywhere is the same handle, CC Crazy Kid underscore. I appreciate y'all. Josh, thank you for having me. Hopefully, Man. you can wake up and have a coffee or something. I don't drink coffee, but that's what people say. <laughs> We can do it. We can do it. And you know, they always have the little fruity drinks that we can yeah, drink. You know too. what I'm saying? We can drink some. Cause I look, I don't, I don't even like coffee like that too. But I've been, I've been, uh, I've been having to do it just cause my work schedule is crazy. But no, let's let's link up though, for real. Like, um, I know it's been a while. I know you back and forth, but let's get up. Um, and the cool thing about this, like, just doing this podcast is like, I realize like I have a lot of dope black men in my life, right? And like, this is it's a way for me to to reconnect with a lot of people, a lot of people that have touched that, that have touched me and, and like throughout the course of my life. Um, so it's, it's dope. I'm glad you 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 were able to squeeze me in. Um, yeah, and and just know that I support you and and whatever you need from me, just let me know. Reach out. I got you. You know that. All right, bro. Well, I'll let you go. Have a good one. Stay safe. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. Keep it going, man. Love you. <laughs> I love you too, man.